Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. Addy, how are you, Han? Doing very well, Josh. How are you, my man? Doing so good, my man. We're just sitting here in the Soul Shack watching 49ers Cardinals, bro. Dude, such a freaking good freaking game, dude. It's Debo ups. freaking Samuel, dude. Are you it's, kidding me, dude? It's good if you're from the Valley, like the 49ers. Right, dude. But otherwise, no. No, it's not. Not if you're a Cardinals fan. You're down to Trace McSorley if you're a Cardinals fan. So it's Yikestown population you tonight if you're a Cardinals fan watching this slaughter. Zavin Collins got banged up early in this one. Not great, Bob. Not great, but hey, uh, Fred Warner. Doing the damn thing. As we know, discussed in our video on Thursday of last week. If you haven't checked it out yet, folks, youtube.com slash at the IDP show. You can check it out. We did a top eight dynasty linebackers video and Fred Warner clocked in at number eight. We mentioned that he can be a little hot and cold for IDP. Had some down weeks, but recently Fred Warner has been a bowling. Yeah, that's what he does, man. I mean, he's going to have you these big splash games. I mean, and he's – if it, we've gotten a lot of primetime Niners games this, this year. He has shown out in pretty much every single one of them. And, I mean, yeah, you just – you watch that guy play and you just know that he's he's amazing at football. And, um, yeah, he's he's kind of becoming that way for fantasy, you know. he gets yes. He gets hated on a little bit, but, I mean – this guy has done nothing but be consistent for like four or five years now at this point, since he came into the league, you know. So um, Fred Warner, put some respect on his name. That's what we did, put him in our top eight, and that's where he belongs. That could be a little low. Do your own research. Yes, and I will say that rankings are tough because there are probably half of the top 12 year over year, especially at the linebacker position, are going to be guys that nobody in a million years would have had inside their top 12. Zaire Franklin, for example, Denzel Perryman last year. Like there are people out there that are fading Fred Warner. Those are the people that had the Blake Martinez's, the Jalen Smith's, the Joe Schobert's. Those are those types. Exactly. And so when we rank, it is a basically a bet on this is the these are the guys that I would place money on to have the best chance to finish inside the top eight, top 12, whatever it is that you're ranking. But every year, rankings are going to get look much different than end-of-year finishes. So I think people misunderstand and try to just overlay, okay, who actually finished top 12 versus, you know, who you have ranked top 12. Okay, well, why do you have this guy? Fred's probably like more of a LB2. Why do you have him at LB8? Well, it's because you look around and it's like, name me eight to 10 other linebackers that you would rank, that you would feel really good high, ranking higher than Fred Warner going into the start of any particular season. Yeah, there's you're not, not gonna, a lot of them. You're not going to be pulling the guys like the Zaire Franklins, like the Denzel Perrymans. The Drew Tranquils. Exactly. You know, the, the, the guys that have done it for just one year. The first year they've done it. And are we going to be surprised if they don't ever do it again? Absolutely not. Yeah, and it's 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 a it's a way to say these are the guys I think have the best chance to do this. Is this going to be exactly right? No, of course not. Injuries happen random guys Shaq Leonard goes out and so we get Zaire Franklin playing 100 percent of snaps suddenly Denzel Perryman has a resurgence these kind of weird things happen but what we're saying is that we feel really good that Fred has a chance 
to finish in this range. That's It's sort of like a uh, who do you trust type of list. And so I think that's an important point of distinction here. When we had that video last week, uh, these were the guys that we were willing to make that bet on. I mentioned in the video that dynasty rankings in particular are a bet. And for a multitude of reasons, we mentioned we think Fred Warner is going to age very well. Fred Warner is a linebacker we're going to make a bet on, Addy. And it doesn't I mean he's he's playing well now. You know, he's going to age well. He's been he's playing well now. He's been playing well. You know, there's a lot to like. What 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 are we hating on? There's the a guy lot to is like. an absolute good baller. team. Plays well, not going to lose his job. Signed to a massive deal. Yeah. And he's actually good. Actually good. We're not worried about him being, you know, cut early. That's right. Ended so. up on his second or third team in as many years. So, again, the best days are ahead for Fred Warner. I loved it. I loved the take then. I love it as much now. Addy, 26.25 points tonight. There we go. Yes, we should mention, this is the week 11 recap so we are so glad that y'all are here hanging with us as we talk week 11. We are going to hit every game. The Monday night game is wrapping up as we speak. Fred Warner, we mentioned, is balling out. We'll try to hit some of those guys as well, Addy. But let's throw it back in the Mayback to Thursday night football and kick things off with Titans 27, Packers 17. Packers may be swirling the toilet, but the Titans get a much-needed dub to stay Ahead in the AFC South, and you look across the scores, Addy, and it was the love for David Long show, getting more and more respect put on David Long's name in both IDP and NFL circles, leads the Titans here with 18.75 points. You love to see it. Pretty sure Baldy did a breakdown of David Long. Did he? That's saw, always a great sign. Yeah, I saw Nate Tice did a breakdown as well. That was super cool. And then across the way, Quay Walker, 86% of snaps, scoring 20.95 points. So a pair of standout linebackers getting it done for IDP. Addy, we love to see it. Did a uh, IDP short with our boy Jace Abbey from IDP Guys and DLF today talking about Quay Walker. You got to love that the rookie has filled in so admirably. Uh, we didn't even know what this weekend was going to hold, Addy, but uh, we get here to the end of uh, you know Thursday night football, and Quay Walker has put up another impressive performance in place of Devondre Campbell. Yeah, that log is starting to look real nice. So th- this is amazing to see year one. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, even before Devondre Campbell went down, he was playing like, you know, 85 to 90% of the snaps. So, I mean, that dude is cemented. He is performing well. Um, there is – you couldn't have asked for a better start for Quay Walker. Yeah, and getting the opportunity because of injury, which we hate to see – we don't want Devondre Campbell to go down. That's a player that a lot of people had on rosters solid. this year. And he was but, solid beforehand. He's just now, you know, you're seeing the ceiling. That's right. We see what Quay Walker can do. Uh, other players, other notable guys. Jeffrey Simmons had a nice game, 14.7 points. Kevin Byer down a little bit at 7.5. Uh, we saw... Uh, Preston Smith have another great game, 20.5 points. Chris Barnes, this is notable. Pay attention to this if Devondre Campbell continues to miss time. Boo Bam called this out in his waiver wire article for this week, which just went live on the idpshow.com about two or three hours ago. Chris Barnes, 67% of snaps, 19 points. So uh, might be a nice pickup if you're oh, yeah. if you're hurting with injuries and bye weeks. And Devondre Campbell continues to miss. Chris Barnes could be a nice little fill-in for you. Super efficient tackler. I think it was his rookie year. One of those years he got like 
80 tackles on. I like, think it was his rookie year. I think it was like 80 tackles on like 350, 400 snaps. Like it was ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's like very much like a Jermaine Pratt, but maybe even more efficient as a tackler. Yeah. So Packers go down to the Tennessee Titans. Let's move along to the game that had to relocate to Detroit because Buffalo, Addy, got 77 inches of snow. Can you imagine if Bowling Green, Kentucky got, I think that is what? So it's 72 inches is six feet. So that is six feet, five inches of snow. I mean, we shut down the town when we get a half an inch. I, I think I think we uh, that might just be the end of Bowling Green. Oh, yeah, it'd be over. You, if you walked out of your garage and you, I'm about 5'8", so I'm swallowed up by about four, about nine inches of snow. Yeah. That's not, I'm in panic mode. Yeah, thank, I'm hoping thank God I got, we got them big old trucks down here in the south, though. I try to drive my uh, Hyundai Santa Fe uh, little V4. No, engine. no, no. Josh drives a big old truck. Big old, we old all do. truck. We, we all, all. Everyone down here drives trucks, and we don't wear shoes. Just branded with the IDP show, like got a wrap on that thing. But yeah, 77 inches of snow in Buffalo, so they relocate this game to Detroit. And the Bills get the 31-23 victory over the Cleveland Browns. Talk about a team swirling the toilet. Appropriately, it's the Browns. Uh, We should mention we like to bring up the injuries here. Uh, Christian Fulton from the Packers-Titans game. Christian Fulton hamstring week-to-week. Danico Autry knee week-to-week. And Quay Walker shoulder injury day-to-day. I think Jace mentioned in our video that it's just a stinger. So no worries for Long-term health with Quay Walker. And Nothing then, wrong with Rashad Weaver. He just put up a big donut for us. I was going to say, Rashad Weaver was on the radar. And That's like how he does. The Loch Ness Monster, he's now off the radar. As soon as he gets on the radar and you put him in your lineups, that's when he stinks it for you. That's when he takes a big old dump right in the middle of your team. Uh, AJ Epinesa, who was a nice fill-in this week because Gregory Russo uh, was out for this game. Uh, he went out with an ankle injury considered week-to-week. But added a headline for Browns Bills. Welcome back, Matt Milano. You were missed, you beautiful man. 32.8 points is going to make Matty M probably one of our highest scorers of the week, I would say. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. He's had a great year as well. You know, one of our favorite uh, favorite targets this offseason. We talked about Matt Milano, I feel like, every single episode. Yeah. And that's how it's been for, we've you know, we've been very much team Matt Milano uh, for the last two, three years, you know, versus Tremaine Edmonds that when, you know, when you're comparing the two linebackers on the bills. Um, but yeah, now Matt Milano is like, now it's, it's gonna, it's gonna go the other way. I know. Now we're going to maybe be Tremaine boys. Now we're going to have to be back on Tremaine, which maybe was the long tail play that we were after all along. Sure. We just wanted to get back sure. on the dreads and the drip and the draft capital, That's the right. triple D. That's right. Feels so like home. yes, Matt Milano, welcome back. hundred percent of snaps. Ed Oliver had a great game, 75% of snaps, 16 and a quarter points. Tyrell Dotson filling in for Tremaine Edmonds, 100% of snaps, 14.25 points. But Addy, let's flip our attention to the Cleveland Browns, a player that we might be discussing on next week's IDP Blitz with Sigmund Bloom. Y'all make sure you check that out. Going to be a great episode. We're going to be talking dynasty risers and fallers. You had this guy on your list as a dynasty faller, but he was back in a big way in week 11. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, 22 points on 95% of snaps. Addy, I will continue to ask a question. What the hell is going on with Cleveland's linebackers? <laughs> We're not trying to figure it out this year. Like If you have any of those linebackers, you're I guess Taki Taki is is okay. Was he productive? Yeah, he was he was fine. He back to ninety percent again this week. So I mean, 
Yeah, eight point seven five points on eighty nine percent of snaps, so not I, bad. I think the previous week we said we uh, we said it was going to be Deion Jones and JOK moving forward. So this week, I guess we're going to say it's JOK and Taki Taki moving forward. And then next week it'll be uh, they'll it'll be trade Deion for Mac Wilson and uh, bring him back and Anthony Walker back in the mix. Why not? Yeah, he's recovered. He's healed. He's magically, miraculously healed. Yeah, Deion Jones, twelve percent of snaps got you a big offer. So I don't know. Was he not healthy? Did he just not play? I guess they're just they're over that experiment. Yeah, they're like, uh, well, that's a colossal fail. Like, oh, okay, that's why Atlanta wasn't playing him exactly that's why they drafted the linebacker that's why they had uh what Rashawn Evans and Michael Walker starting over this guy that yeah. you know put up whatever 150 tackles last year yeah those ones looked at as one of the better linebackers in the league but yeah it's been a big fall for Deion Jones the last year two yes. years in his value yes yeah, so Miles Garrett back on the radar 13.85 points on 75 percent of snaps but daddy let's keep things rolling here and talk about the it's it was the around the NFL podcast that um, called this week. Uh, I think they called it a dirty little thing because it was basically just a just a really bad week of games, low fantasy production, just some stinkers, some offensive output in the single digits this week. So a lot of defensive stalemates, just not a fun week of football. And this fell squarely into that category. Panthers fall to the Ravens. 13-3. Headline for this one, Jeremy Chin rises while Kyle Hamilton falls yet again. We saw Jeremy Chin off IR, 100% of snaps, 11 points. Meanwhile, Kyle Hamilton scored 10 points, but on 37% of snaps. Uh, but Addy, look across the Ravens scores here. JPP and his eight fingers back in the mix. And then this was the interesting part to me. Patrick Queen Roquan Smith, 100% of snaps for both players, 21.45 for Queen, 16.35 for Roquan. We're rolling both these guys out there, Addy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Looks like maybe the early worries about Patrick Queen once Roquan joined them, those are overblown. Looks like both those guys are going to have a large role. I mean, you know, Queen Queen wasn't even playing 100% before Roquan got there, so that's... um. That's good stuff. I mean, that's great for for Queen's. Don- I mean, you got to remember, Queen is still like super young. I don't have my ranks pulled up, but he's like twenty two, twenty three. That's insane. Yeah, he came into the league after he just took his driver's test. I think. Yeah, drove straight to the stadium with his new permit. So that what a, what a tandem they got there. That's great. I heard. I listened to the recap from the Around the NFL podcast every week just to kind of get a refresher, catch up on the games, and more more importantly, see who they mention. In the recap, because if Normie yeah, yeah. NFL pods are talking about certain defensive players, that's a little flag for me of like, ooh, I wonder if they did something good. So they mentioned Roquan was out there making plays and 16.35 points on 100% of snaps. I'd say so. We're firing both these guys up. But what about, Addy, across the way, Carolina's linebackers, Frankie Louvu back up to 97% of snaps, Shaq Thompson at 100%. Shaq had 8.5 points, and Frankie, love you, 20.6 points on 97% of snaps. Is Frankie all the way back, baby? Yeah. Yeah, he's a must-start. I mean, he's a, he's going to be a top 15 option for you every week, um, which is the some of the options are hilarious. Like Jack Sanborn, uh, Sanborn's in there now. Um, Luvu, like we just mentioned. There's just some hilarious names at this point. Yeah, we're like, uh, oh, so we're at this point. Jayon Brown's back on the radar for the yeah. Raiders. I mean, it's uh, it's a weird place we find ourselves at, Addy. But here we are. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just always it happens a, every year. A reminder not to <laughs> yeah. not to chase linebackers, and that's why we preach selling the stud linebackers when you can, just because you can do this stuff mid year. You can find the Jack Sanborns. You can find these these guys that just become relevant because there was an injury or there was a trade or whatever. That just happens all the time. And I, you know, like the waiver wires in your offense only leagues, they've been bare this oh entire year. Oh my god, year. it's been brutal. IDP, there's no checking out. No, because I mean, there, you can find yourself a. a a league winner every single week. Every single week. Imagine if you had scooped up Jack Sanborn. I did. You know, placed your waiver, claim priority, blown your fab, however you do it, giving this guy the bag. Now you've got an LB1 moving forward rest yep. of the season. Yep, you do. So, yeah, you, you can't unplug. You're not going to find a lot of league winners on offensive waiver wires. It's not every year an Elijah Mitchell pops up to save the day. But uh, IDP, you absolutely can get that. So that's a good reason not to unplug, folks. Stay plugged in because you never know when you can find that diamond in the rough. The Rodney Sanborn, he's become immediately valuable, right? Absolutely. I mean, he's worth... He's It's very similar to like the Malcolm Rodriguez thing. Yes, absolutely. I see them very similarly. Yeah, and people love Rodrigo. As we know, they do love... And folks, we love Rodrigo too. Don't mm-hmm. get us wrong. Just because he was not mentioned in the video... On Thursday, we have a lot of love for Rodrigo. Shout out, Brad. He was just joshing. That's right. That's right. Uh, we we appreciate the feedback because, yes, Rodrigo, he's not a top eight dynasty linebacker, but he is someone that we're excited about. Mm-hmm. But it's a good lesson in don't hold too tightly to these fifth round, sixth, seventh undrafted guys because especially earlier in their career, that that draft capital is kind of a life insurance policy on these guys. And if you don't have that, the rug can get pulled out from under you very quickly. Yeah. That said, I do feel very comfortable, especially with Rodrigo Sanborn. I think he's got some staying power. I mean, he's immediately came in and played well. Nate Tice. We mentioned it earlier, just a second ago, Nate Tice did a video on Sanborn this week. I noticed. Yeah. So, I mean, He's, we got to have him back on the show. I like we, it. I mean, think about the guys he talked up on that. They've uh, all done really well. Breakout episode. I mean, Even David Justin Long, Matabuke has done yes. really well this year. Kind of I think came he, onto the IDP scene at least. Yeah, he talked up Rashawn Gary. He yep. talked up some cornerbacks on there. I mean, it was a good. It was a good show for Nate. And a lot of those guys w- ended up back in his athletic yeah. uh, breakout series. So he was kind of field testing some ideas in the, yeah. in our show, which is great. We're happy to be that sort of testing ground for you, Nate. Come back on the show, buddy. Yeah. See you at the combine. That's right. That's right. And congrats on the new baby, Nate. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Wow. Congrats. Life's over, bro. That's it. You we're uh, we're we're throwing in the towel. It's uh have fun, enjoy whatever football time you get, Nate. No, it's great. Uh so it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It, also a blessing. We might get to enjoy a good Lions game on Thanksgiving, Addy. This is the week to be thankful, and we're thankful for y'all, our listeners and our viewers here. But the Lions get the 31-18 win over the Giants. This is the Lions' third win in a row, so Detroit is rolling right now, and so is Aiden Hutchinson. Now has the same number of INTs, Addy, as Sauce Gardner, who had that prop bet to start the season? Both guys have two <laughs> wow. picks. Uh, we should mention from the previous game before we get too far down, Kyle Hamilton, knee injury day-to-day. Corey Littleton, ankle injury day-to-day as well. Coming out of this game, Jeff Okuda, concussion week-to-week. Adoree Jackson, knee injury week-to-week. Fabian Monroe, rib injury day-to-day. And then Jason Pinnock, jaw injury day-to-day in case you were rolling out Jason Pinnock. Uh, but, Addy, Aiden Hutchinson, another kind of pop game here on 86% of snaps, 
17.75 points. Uh, we saw Julian Love pop back up for the Giants there at 14.75. Uh, Dexter Lawrence was down a little bit, 8.75. Rodrigo uh, did get in the mix there, 37% of snaps. It was still Alex Anzalone, 95% of snaps. And then Derek Barnes at 47%, who both scored more than Rodrigo did. So we'll, so we'll see how he gets eased back in coming off the injury. But, Addy, this was just another reinforcement for me that Aiden Hutchinson, that boy's the real deal. Yeah, it seems like he has uh, firmly cemented himself as a top 10 edge guy already. I agree. Um, I don't think you want to miss the John Kaminsky stat line. 26.65 points this past week, 75% of the snaps. This guy has been putting up pretty good pressures. He's been injured uh, the last probably half the season. But he got on. He got a little run early on in the year. Looked good pressure wise. I think he had a sack, maybe week one, but then got hurt. Um, and then it's nice to see him kind of jump back on the scene. He's someone that I think could be a nice little ad for you. Yeah, and guess where you could have read about him right before we started recording this show? Theidpshow.com. Mm. Thank you, Boo Bam. Had John Kamiski in his do your own research waiver wire recommendations. So, congrats if you uh, got a jump start on picking up Mr. Kamiski off waivers. He's going to start saying the dumbest stuff. Just the dumbest stuff? Yeah. You should. I feel like Twitter's a good place to do that, to just shout your idiotic takes from the rooftops mm-hmm. and just see what moths come circling that idiotic little flame, Eddie. Let's keep it rolling here and talk about a uh, game that cost Carson Wentz his job. Commanders get the 23-10 Victory over the hapless Houston Texans. And uh, the headline for this one for me, the Washington defensive line, damn! With Chase Young on the way back to Jonathan Allen, 32.85 points. Good God. Montez Sweat, 21.15. And then Deron Payne clocking in 17.95 points. Don't miss the fact that the commanders had three safeties play 100% of snaps. Derek Forrest, Bobby McCain, Cam Curl, all 100% of snaps. Addy, what do you make of that? That's kind of interesting. I make that you should get out there and get Derek Forrest. Seriously. If he's going to play that much, I mean, he's also, like, when he's out there, he's making plays happen. Like, I mean, that guy has, you know, earned those snaps. I think that's why you're seeing that increase. And also they are dealing with the Cole Holcomb stuff. So, I mean, maybe that's why that's actually probably why that is happening. So I guess you do have to be a little cautious with Holcomb coming back, but I mean, this looks great for Derek Forrest. This is great for his dynasty value. I was able to scoop him up in a ton of ton of leagues the past two weeks. You know where he's been really good? All 22. Oh, yeah, he's been he great very well. Really, he's my starting safety. I haven't taken him out of that lineup all season. Dude's yeah. been awesome. And now getting the playing time as well. I don't have to worry about him not hitting the, the snap minimum threshold and not getting in the game. It's a good look for Washington. You know, they found Cameron Curl late. Then they find um, Derek Forrest late as well. And both those guys are looking like really solid safeties grading very well on pff so yeah what do you think about uh taylor heineke taking carson wentz's job yeah i think it I think it, makes it makes sense, sense. He, yeah. he, heineke you know he's like the classic guy that you want as the backup qb right because he's not yeah. gonna come in good good backup qbs should not come in and kill you and they should give the team a spark 
right? And he's done both of those things. Of course, Carson we, Wentz is a backup QB. Yeah, Carson Wentz. It's just the battle of the backups and who kills you less. Taylor Heineke, who gives you more of a spark? Yeah. Who's Taylor cuter? Heineke. Who buys Heineke. Jordans with the opposing team's colors as the color scheme for the Jays after every game? Heineke. Oh, is that what Had he you does? heard this? No, I haven't. Yes. He gets a hundred and I think eighty-five thousand no, hundred and fifty-five thousand dollar bonus for every game they win. So he takes part of that money and gets custom Jordans made in the color scheme of the team that they just beat. That's kind of cool. So he'll be getting Houston Texans Jays after this weekend. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So good for you, Taylor Heineke. I enjoy I, I like watching he is a MAGA guy though, I believe. It, well, Yes, but I do enjoy watching him. That's his tries him reaching out. Uh, but Carson Wentz also has some serious character flaws as well, as we know. Jim Erse, it caused Jim Irsay yeah. to do a late night uh, plain side rant and jettison Carson Wentz out the building with no conceivable backup plan. Yeah, right. Wentz is like uh, too Christian. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to his teammates. Uh, some, some weird locker room stuff going on. Didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. So that's, that's, but I mean, that's, let's just not uh, go down. The let's next. talk MAGA and vaccines. That's the next topic. Actually, I have here queued up for us. Um, let's keep it rolling here, Addy, and jump to the Jets Patriots. A lot of hot air this week about, and especially today about the Zach Wilson meltdown in New York. I actually was like, it was, um, it was a head, it was up on the dock, and I was like, did Josh just get the game? But I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I don't. I, don't really <laughs> I did. I didn't have the banner made for it, so I had to go back and make it. But yeah, I was like, God, we really could have just skipped this game. But I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, Zach Wilson is he going to get benched? Maybe. It was funny though. Listening, I, th- I can't remember who brought it up. I think it was Bobby brought it up in our Slack. Was like, it would have been cool if they had benched Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, and we had gotten Mike White versus Bailey Zappi, two generations of WKU legendary quarterbacks there. That would be very sick. It had been probably a more fun game, and it had been especially fun for Hilltopper fans. Yeah, Zach Wilson seems like a little prick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you let the defense down? Nah. Nah. And he was a little uh, – every little press conference I've seen of yeah. him, he's been a little – Little he's twerp. just a, he's just a little it's a little you, twerp, little jerk. That's you what get, he looks like you, yeah, twerp and jerk is very well said, Addy. I get the sense that he is one of those guys that has had everything handed to him his mm-hmm. whole life. So you hit a little bit of adversity, and it's like, ugh, characters yeah. coming out. Just immaturity. The kid's just immature. He's immature. He's a twenty starting quarterback. He's out there banging milfs. I mean, yeah, he, he's, he's the milf slayer. Well, I mean, it's tough to you know, it's tough to be humble when you're a millionaire milf slayer. Yeah, at twenty three or whatever he is. So, anyways, let's talk ID. He's about to get here. benched. Yeah, he's going to get benched for uh, Mickey Blanco. So, Isn't Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco would he's third string right now. I think he's been inactive. Okay, but so it is going to be Mickey Blanco. Mike go. White is the backup right now. So, if they turn to the backup, that would be Mike White. Let's go, Mike White season back in our lives. Michael Carter season on. Let's go. That's right. Well, Michael Carter, uh, the second chest injury day to day. Quincy Williams ankle injury day to day, and Marcus Jones ankle injury day to day. The headline for me coming out of this one, Addy, the Williams Bros highlight a standout Jets defensive effort while Kyle Duggar vaults back to IDP relevancy. I can't wait for three points and 62% of snaps next week from Duggar after he went 25.05 on 90% of snaps. 
Eddie, you got to love seeing the Williams bros atop the Jets scoring list, and especially Quincy, who's having a standout season there in New York. I'm pretty sure Nate Tice gave him a shout-out as well. So he that, did as well. So he loves one. Quincy Williams. He's a big Quincy fan. Now, just 65% of the snaps, so that's... He did get banged up. Okay, so, so that's I do, why. So I do think it was injury-related, yeah. Cool. Yes, so that, uh, that, yeah, I, I'm... Not happy that it was that it was a injury, but I'm glad it wasn't just like he was rotating out or getting benched. I think the injury is what caused the dip there. I like seeing Michael Clemens get a sack. That's someone that's on our dynasty radar. You love you, so Michael Clemens. You were you were kind of uh, got crushing, kind of got the hard eye emojis going on when you saw that press conference. He's just a large human being, dude. He just he just uh, and he. I mean, yeah, he was pressure king in the preseason i mean it was all uh he's got the nose ring it's just like Addie so was sick. enamored folks so freaking sick jordan, absolutely enamored jordan whitehead just quietly being solid 13 and a half points there this we week, go 100 the snaps that's right but i mean he's 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 been he's been a nice little safety too to have just you know in your lineup so yeah and then carl lawson we should shout out as well 14.15 points 49% of snaps. Juwan Bentley is someone that is very relevant, played 92% of the snaps this week. But, I mean, he's been great uh, the second half of the season. So, yeah, if he's out there on the radar or on the waivers, I think you need to um, add him definitely. You should have added him already. Well, there you go. Patriots, Jets in the books. Let's turn the page and look at another game here that was close Falcons get the 27-24 win over the Chicago Bears. Uh, Justin Fields banged up in this one. I hope he is okay. Uh, injuries coming out of this one. Kyler Gordon, concussion day-to-day. Taquan Graham, knee injury week-to-week placed on IR today. Headline for me out of this one, Addy, rookies lead the way for both squads, including special agent Jack Sanborn, Arnold Abiketti. Leading score for the Atlanta Falcons, 20.9 points on 52% of snaps. Meanwhile, Jaquan Brisker, 18.75, gets you a slab of brisket on 96% of snaps. And then Special Agent Sanborn, 95%, 15.75 points. There was surprisingly a lot of IDP goodness to be had in this game, Addy. Yeah, for sure. On the Falcons side, I mean, I think it was our boy Joey the Tooth, uh, his article this week, he said just... All the Falcons start them up, and yeah, I mean they all pretty much came through. Ebiketti, Grady Jarrett, Lorenzo Carter, but yeah, that's what that's what you do when you're playing uh, when you have defensive linemen going up against the Bears. The Bears have given up the most sacks in the league, even though they've been more improved lately. Um, you're going to see Justin Fields, you know, make some errors as he, as he's working through his rookie year. But yeah, second um, year, second year. That's right. Yeah, I forget these guys. I call them rookies too. Um, don't you ever do that again, Josh. I shouldn't have corrected you. I should have just let it. Should have let <laughs> you get ex- you let the comments eat you come lie. for me. No, uh, y'all wouldn't do that, would you? Absolutely, they I can't would. handle that stuff. You're not y'all. ready for the YouTube comments. I don't know if I am. They're going to chew you up and spit you out. Grady Jarrett having a, a nice little season. Michael Walker was the linebacker you wanted this week. 18.5 points on 74% of snaps. 74% though. This was I a know. guy that was getting 100% you know, early yep. on in the year. Troy uh, Anderson getting on the field. 35% of snaps. So love to see that. 9.25 points on 35% of the snaps. Yep. That seems Playmaker. like a guy that likes to stuff the stat sheet. Likes to stuff something. <laughs> double stuff Oreos maybe. And we're good. Are you a double stuff guy? Well, I had to go gluten-free here recently. Uh, loser. So, yeah, it's been a real bummer. Cookies are what I miss the most. I found some good gluten-free cookie options, but... Um, 
they don't taste the same. They, they don't, don't taste the same. They're they're, they're good. good, but I'm like, God, I just miss like a good old, you know, slice and bake, uh, chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, Oreos. I mean, all the snacks. So you have a new respect for gluten because oh, gluten is yeah. very important, huh? It's it, it's all the best things in the world have gluten in them. <laughs> <laughs> pasta uh donuts but even like the stuff that, that you know that's that they take it out of it's just still it's clearly it's, different it's not as good i mean there's a reason <laughs> that most things by default have gluten in it it's because that gluten sucks. makes things good so yes it's like food's gonna be not as good forever now josh yeah that's uh i have thanksgiving and christmas coming up so this was a great time to make this transition so and you do you have to be like the person that um let's Everyone else know that you're. I've sent them a handwritten letter to every single member of the family. The stuff that you need prepared, the yes, recipes exactly. that you found that look good. Yes, and I've priced out the items, and, and the, everyone else has to suffer along with you. Absolutely, they're all going to be in hell That's with right. me. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! I'm so thankful for y'all. Now eat this less than stellar food. <laughs> but yes, Oreos double stuff are great. Um, so yeah, if you like Oreos, go with the double stuff. You think that the holiday versions taste better than the ones with the colored cream? <laughs> I can't say I've tried those recently, Addy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess Paxson's not of age yet, but I mean, that's He's a big not deal. Of age, that's a big yeah. deal. The hard thing will be cereal because, boy, I love me some cereal. Mm. And the gluten free cereal is just a whole bunch of butt. What <laughs> is it? What are they? It's like I had one that was like uh, kicks. So, like, just oh, the yeah, little yeah. puff oh, yeah. balls, yeah, yeah. but uh, they were like those were bad berry flavored. Yeah. It was okay, but it's like, God. Just want a bowl of like Cap'n Crunch or Cinnamon Toast Crunch or some kind of crunch. You can't. You can you dump sugar in there? Can I dump sugar? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that would That wouldn't be great. Your diet. Your diet just there fascinates me. There you go. It's absolutely just terrific. And a little lupo for you. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> just a whole. Just just circling the bowl with the sugar, just coming straight out of the container. Right. Let's talk about uh, Rams. I'm glad Bobby's not here because this Ram season is uh yeah continuing to be about as grim as it could possibly be. Rams go down 20 to 27 against the New Orleans Saints. Injuries out of this one, Ashawn Robinson knee injury, severity unknown. Peyton Turner, this one sucked. Fired him up this week because of the Marcus Davenport and the Cam Jordan injuries and absences. Ankle injury Week to week, so pay attention to Carl Granderson. 22.5 points on 77% of snaps. But the headline for me, Addy Caden, Ellis, sheesh. Pete Warner, maybe stay gone for just a little bit longer so we can enjoy Caden's season. He had 31.1 points on 92% of snaps. More goodness off the IDP waiver wire, Addy. Yeah, there was the other name that I was searching for earlier. But yeah, let's look at like the stat line, what he, what he put up. He had six tackles, six solos, five assists, one sack, one tackle for loss, one half sack, and one pass deflection. So, yeah, 11 tackles, one and a half sacks, one PD. Jeez. Uh, We should mention big three scoring, which is what we use for these point totals, also tallies up QB hits. QB hits as well. So not every platform scores QB hits. Sleeper does, which is where we pull this scoring from. So if you ever see like a – inflation in the scoring that you're like, I wonder what that is accounting for. It's probably QB hits. Not saying that Caden Ellis had any, but uh, that's something that we track as well. We also do sack yards when we can. There you go. You should, as many categories for scoring as you could fill out, you absolutely should. Yeah, they're there for a reason. Yeah, players should get points for doing good things. And uh, QB hits, sack yards, yeah, those are good things. So um, I don't know how long this, you know, 
Magic Carpet Ride is going to last. Did I don't think Pete Warner went on IR, did he? I think he's um, just been out. I think he's just been kind of week to week. Not sure if he's on IR or not, but yeah, I mean, there's no reason for them to rush him back. So yeah, I mean, K- we could see Ellis is playing fantastic. We could see Caden Ellis sticking around for a little bit longer. But I mean, this is also Saints should have already done this. But I mean, get Demario Davis out of there. You know, I know he's been, yes, I know he's right? been great, but the guy is 34. I mean, you can you could get something for him right now, like. They should have moved him. Should have moved him. Hopefully this offseason now that they see they have some capable people behind. So Pete Warner had ankle surgery. The Saints are optimistic he'll play again in 2022. Okay, so he's done. Uh, It looks like um, I I don't see that he went to IR. Maybe he did, but... um, But why would you bring that guy back? He was an active remain... Yeah, so this is from... This article is from uh, November 17th, uh, so about four days ago. Uh, he remains on the 53-man roster, so they must think he's coming back within four weeks. Otherwise, they would have just put him on IR. Are they? What's their record? They're not that good. Uh, they're maybe like four and seven. That's but, I mean, bad. I guess technically because of their division, they still have a chance. Yeah, they have a chance. Um, they're only so many games back right now. but It is amazingly they'll, difficult to they'll find. They'll continue to loose and they'll continue to be further. just not good yeah they're, four, they're four and seven they're third in the nfc south so they have a shot the falcons are in the mix though i think the bucks are the favorite to win the nfc south so yeah i think i would think that they just shut warner down for the rest of the year no, you would think no sense in being silly about well it. they maybe they see kate nellis and are like let's just shut let's shut warner down let him get right that's kind of what i think this team's not going to the playoffs so let's get him healthy for next season. But yeah, folks, if Sanborn, if Ellis, if either one of those guys are out there, you have to get them. You yes. have to do it. So, and this was an interesting factoid I did not realize, Addy. The Honey Badger, Tyrone Mathieu, is one of the few IDPs who's played 100% of snaps this season. Wow. So he did that again. Been kind of solid, 10.5 points. Demario Davis, 12.45. I mentioned Carl Grandison early, earlier. That was another player that Boo Bam wrote up here uh, as a potential waiver wire ad with Peyton Turner out, with uh, Cam Jordan out, with uh, Marcus Davenport out. Rams IDPs were quiet. Leonard Floyd had a nice game. Greg, Greg Gaines had a nice game. Both those guys got high snap counts, so that's nice to see. But the big names, Aaron Donald, 12 points. Bobby Wagner, 10 points. Ernest Jones, 2.25 points. So just a just a disappointing season all the way around for the Los Angeles Los Angeles Rams, Addy. Yeah, for sure. But nice to see Leonard Floyd, you know, yes. start producing for us. I mean, he was butt like the first like seven, eight weeks of yes, the season. He was. He's really done much better um over the last three, four games. So like you like to see that. All right. Well, let's talk about it. Eagles 17, Colts 16. The Jeff Saturday era has hit some turbulence. Headline for me, Addy, unsexy linebackers highlight an unsexy game that the same old Colts blew. Uh, This was a game that started off with some promise. The defense was playing out of its mind. Uh, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown really couldn't get it going. Devontae Smith was really good in this game. But the Colts get the ball down, I believe, yeah, we were down one. So we need just a field goal. We just need to get into field goal range. We have a minute and 20 left with a timeout. And uh, the offensive line absolutely crumbles. I think uh, Matt Ryan got sacked on the fourth down attempt. So just totally crumbled down the stretch. This is not a good team. I think we're just going to try to evaluate the roster the rest of the season, see what we got, see what pieces are worth having. But I will say 
Zaire Franklin, he's worth having. 20.3 points on 100% of snaps. Yannick, I heard that this weekend. I was really listening to the pronunciation. They it's not it? It's not unique. It's y- Yannick. Yannick. Okay. Yannick, which makes more I feel a little better okay. that it's not just straight up unique in Gakwe. <laughs> yeah. It's Yannick in okay, Gakwe. That makes me feel better. Apologies to... Yes, apologies to the Ngakwe family. Uh, probably not pronouncing that last name correctly either, but we're trying our best, folks. We're from Kentucky. So 17.35 points on 85% of snaps. Um, and then on the other side, TJ Edwards, 97% of snaps. Hassan Reddick, 17.15. Your boy, Addy, CJ Gardner-Johnson, 100% of snaps, 16.25 points. I don't know if he's safety one right now, but there are a few safeties I feel better plugging into my lineup each, each week than CJ Deuce Gardner Johnson the third junior. Thank you. I'm pretty sure he is. It's it's got to be him or Derwin. But yeah, I mean, it, he is the. If you're doing when we do our MVP ep- episode, is that going to be your choice? He will be. He'll I mean, be in the mix. He'll be in the mix for. He'll definitely be the the don, uh, defensive back. Oh, defensive back MVP for sure. There's no doubt. Yeah, I'll be. Yes, that's a great reminder, Eddie. We are doing that episode. After the fantasy regular season concludes, so after week 17 of the season, we will have our IDP MVP episode, and I'd say there'll be some consideration for uh, old Siege. He's been amazing. He's been great. I mean, this is this 16-point game is like maybe his worst game over the last seven weeks. Just That's really saying something. He is. He's yes. just unbelievable right now. So uh, any other highlights from this one, Addy? I wanted to... Uh, while we were sitting here, pull up the now that the Monday night game is over, actually pull up the Cardinals and 49ers because I was thinking about Talanoa Hufanga. So I wanted to see how he did as well. Um, TJ Edwards continues to be awesome. Uh, you know, that that's looking like one of the the better ADP picks of the year. Um, Kenny Moore had a solid game. Who was it that I was wanting to talk about? Oh, uh, Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn only played 12% of the snaps. Did he really? Just not great. Not great at all. I thought we would see a little bit more out of him. I know you didn't think he would be relevant at all. I kind of was like a little more optimistic about him. But, yeah, it's not it's not trending great for him. And maybe they are just, you know, waiting to unleash him uh, in the playoffs. But, yeah, I, I was hoping we'd see a little more from him. But I don't think you can trust him, folks. So There you go. I, uh, I don't have the banner here for it, but just quickly from the Monday Night Football game, Fred Warner was the leading scorer. Addy mentioned it earlier, but uh, 26.4 points Fred finishes with. Dre Greenlaw back on the scene, uh, 16.5 points for Dre. And then uh, Nick Bosa, Zayvon Collins. Uh, so Nick Bosa went 15 points. Zayvon Collins went 11. Buda Baker with 10. Talanoa Hufanga only with 8. So, yeah, I think you have to put uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson up there in consideration for safety one this season. So we're going to do a uh, – we're going to probably do a top eight dynasty defensive back yes. episode here Yes, soon. we will, before the, end of the, before the end of the calendar year. So look forward to the YouTube channel. As of today, would you have – Chauncey, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson in that mix for number one in top eight for top eight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think he's in consideration for how yucky and weird safety has been. I think he's in the mix for top three at this point. Yeah. I think it's, um, King Derwin. I think Hufanga deserves to be in the mix as well. CJ's up there. Brisker. Brisker's definitely up you there. You still have Antoine Winfield. Absolutely. 
So, yeah, that'll be a spicy one because safety's kind of weird. Safety's tough. You know, where does Kyle Hamilton fit yeah. in the mix? Kham, we were excited about, but it just hasn't happened. But if we're projecting forward, it's going to happen at some point, we think. So, Doing where does like he the, fall? You know, the typical, like, um, Buddha Bakers, yeah. Jamal Adams, are those guys in the mix anymore? Those guys, those I think, out? will be more on the chopping block than securely inside the top eight. Jeremy Chen, is he back in? I think he's probably in. I think he's a top Yeah, eight. he deserves to be in there. That'll be a fun episode. It will be. There's a lot Stay to, tuned. Lots to discuss uh, there. We're going to be taking over the YouTubes. YouTubes, we're coming for you. So YouTube.com slash, it's weird because it's slash and then at, but it's slash at the IDP show. Yeah. So check us out over there, folks. Yeah. Give they us will. a sub. They will. But yeah, we're, we're going to take that thing over. It's We're coming for it, yeah, folks. They know, that, they know it too. They know it. They're, they're shaking in their boots. They know it. So let's move to the afternoon games, adding. Start off with the Raiders 22 16 victory in overtime against the Broncos. I don't know if you saw this one, but uh, Devontae Adams just absolutely cooked those Broncos DBs in overtime with that route and snag just essentially a wide open touchdown. There was no one within. Did you see him after like the, 20 yards? Did you see him with the camera on him? No. What do you do? He was saying it was Patrick Sertain that was on him. He was saying he's too young. He's not ready yet. <laughs> it was something like something like that. That's fantastic. It was great. It Devontae's was really been fired up. Uh, he got the flag after like he got like unnecessary. He got unnecessary roughness like inflicted upon him and then got a flag, I believe, for then mouthing to the referee. So instead of getting 15 yards for Devontae, he gets the penalty thrown on him because he was probably dog cussing the referees, talking about his mama or something. He seems like he's had a pretty frustrating year. You got Derek Carr just breaking down in hysterics. That team is a mess. But they get the 22-16 victory. They can't fire uh, McDaniels. Because they're too they, cash poor. Yeah, they don't have any money. <laughs> it's great. They're in a like $2.3 billion stadium or something stupid. Yeah. So... Headline for me out of this one, Addy, there aren't enough X's in the world to give the proper respect for what Max Crosby is doing. This was his fourth 30-plus point game in 10 games, y'all. 40% of his games this year, he has gone for 30-plus points. He is making a strong case to be the number one overall IDP, Addy. Yeah, and look at the snap percentage. A hundred percent. I hadn't even looked at that yet. That's nuts. That's crazy, dude. And they, every week it's like above 90%. You know, yeah. it's in that range. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. We need to put like five or six more X's on that. It's, first it's just, it's literally going to drape off both sides, like, like yeah. coattails. So, uh, let's, let's, at the risk of spraining our elbow from too much back padding, Chandler Patty. Jones, you're dead though. Yeah, Ch- Chandler Jones is dead. Uh, 75% of snaps, 3.75. Don't just do something, Chandler. Do something. something. You're the stick. You're the meme with the guy poking the stick saying, Do those sacks. Yeah. Do those sack things. Do the sack things. Hell, do the QB hits thing. We get scoring yeah, yeah, for yeah. that in, in uh, Big Three. So Maybe a PD thing or whatever. Not a PED, but a PD would be nice. <laughs> uh, but it, it, yeah, at the risk Maybe of, do some PEDs, though, so you can do the Absolutely sacks. do PEDs. Uh, but yeah, we may need some PEDs because we're going to be patting ourselves on the back over Josie Jewel, Eddie. 25.15 points on 100% of snaps. Josie That's Jewel a dub. A dub. is all the way back, Eddie, and you love to see it. That is a dub. That is a dub. He's not going to have a top 15 finish because he has missed some time, but I mean... Points per game wise, point me seven, eight other linebackers you'd rather have than Josie Jewell right now. Jack Sanborn or Josie Jewell? It's 
Josie Jewell, baby. It's Josie Jewell. I agree. Getting 100% of the snaps, 25.15 points. We know the guy can make plays, Addy. And uh, he has the long-haired wonder. Alex Singleton was second for the Broncos on 65% of snaps. We can live with that. If he's going to be getting 65, Alex Singleton, again, super efficient. Just eats tackles. Like we mentioned, Chris Barnes, he's in that same mold. Yes. Extremely efficient. Limited, but useful. Yeah, he'll he'll gobble the tackles. Uh, we should mention Baron Browning was back in this game. It was great to see 64% of snaps. He cracks the top five here with seven points. Um, Justin Simmons, 100% of snaps, two points. Don't know what's going on with him. Bummer. Yeah. He's just, you know, one of those guys that has always played deep, and it's he's just now kind of irrelevant. It's just it's caught up with him this year at least. Yes, it has. Same with Kevin Byard. Yep. I mean, if it's Patrick, same deal. Regression That's- has come for all of those deep safeties. Yep. So Denzel Perryman, 17.69% of snaps. But the story here, folks, Jayon Brown, 97% of snaps. Didn't score as well, uh, but he was the leading snap getter for the Raiders linebackers. There's a, a, a trip favorite, uh, 13 points on 61% of snaps for Bilal Nichols, Addy. So cranking in there at number four. Uh, but let's keep it rolling and talk about, uh, oh, oh. Nah, let's not. Let's not. Uh, this one hurts. Vikings three, Cowboys forty. Uh, yeah, just an absolute blowout. One of those games. I heard it compared to the Broncos Super Bowl, where as soon as that snap went over Peyton Manning's head, you just knew the game was yeah. over. That was just it. And that strip sack of Kirk Cousins by Micah Parsons on I think the Vikings opening drive just said this game is over. So. Headline for me, the Cowboys defense carried the day in this beatdown of the Vikings. Take all of Kirk's chains and give them to Micah Parsons for scoring 33.3 points on 67% of snaps. We should mention a lot of injuries coming out of this game. Micah Parsons' knee and ankle injury day-to-day. Demarcus Lawrence' foot injury day-to-day. O.C. Odigizua, knee injury day-to-day. Zadarius Smith, knee injury day-to-day as well as Andrew Booth, knee injury day-to-day. So no serious injuries coming out of this, but a lot of guys to pay attention to this week on the practice reports. Addy, I also love seeing Dorrance Armstrong, 29.65 points on 53% of snaps. J-Ron Curse, 100% of snaps, 20.75. Even D-Law getting banged up and just playing 40% of the snaps clocked in with 12.7 points. So if you fired up any Cowboys in this game, you came away with a big old grin on your face. And don't forget Dante Fowler. He's capable of having, you know, decent weeks. He had 13 and a half this week on 39% of the snaps. And if there is any of these injuries, he's going to have a bigger role going forward. But yeah, Dorrance Armstrong, he's been one of the best values uh, at edge this year. I mean, he, he, he's been down a little bit lately, but I mean, this, this will, this will put him back on everyone's radar again. So um. Yeah, that was uh, that was a terrible game. I mean, yeah. How do you feel as the Vikings fan? You you pointed out that this was coming. This was coming. They yeah. were going to rip your heart out in a big spot, and uh, this wasn't the playoffs, but this was a pretty big spot where they crapped the bed. Yeah, because you know, last week they have the huge win against the Bills, huge emotional win. Um, and then yeah, you know, everyone's kind of like buying in, like, oh my gosh, could this could this actually be the team? Is this is this the best team in the NFC? Could it be? No, no. 40 to three at home. 
Good God. That, but that's, 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 this is what the Vikings do. That's what they do. That's yeah. why I, I've, all year I've, I've, it has been fun, but I've, I've, I always pretty much go back to saying something like that, that yeah. this is going to end badly. You've left the door cracked. Yeah. You haven't given them your full heart yet. 40 to 3. That's pitiful. 3 points. I'm going to lose I I'm being doing pretty well in our longest running league uh and had Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley. Like that my team is just loaded. But I'm going to lose cuz Justin Jefferson puts up like I don't know, 3 or 4 points same with AJ Brown. It's just Yeah. Uh, this offense has been wonky this year, dude. It's been a year of defense. Defense like, has been fun. It's been a good year to get into IDP because offense has been yeah. a shit show. It yeah. has been an unbelievable shit show. Yeah, because, again, I haven't really been focused on the offense, you know, it, and how bad it is and how hard it is to find talent just because there's been it's been loaded IDP-wise. Oh, man. So you, I, we'll get to a, the Sunday night game here in just a minute, but I'm going to ask a pertinent question. I may try to do some research this week to see if I could find an answer, but – Great question from Jake Colhagen. What is your preferred? If you play uh, IDP, what's your preferred format? It was offense only, IDP only, or mixed. I think mixed was winning the poll. I voted for IDP only just because if you love IDP, it's a great way to really develop some takes on some players to like see who do you really like. You can't play the, oh, I'll just got, grab the guys that kind of fall late. I think that hones one set of skills, but leaves a lot on the table in terms of like, well, who do you actually want to go after? And uh, boy, this would be a great, this would have been a great season to get into some IDP only stuff because woohoo, we're having fun right now, boys and girls. I don't think there's anything better at like, as far as learning goes than doing the IDP only stuff. Truly, if you want to, if you want to dip your toe in and really like kind of begin to understand this world, I don't think it's through mixed because I think the combination of offense and defense is something that took me probably a year or two really to get a good sense of like, how do you value offense versus IDP in like a startup draft or in trades or whatever, but IDP only, you just get the pure distillation of IDPs, right? So you can start to see the hierarchy of how these guys break down. It's a nice way to like, let me figure this out. I understand the offense. I know how those guys break down. Let me understand how does an IDP draft flow, right? Yeah. And it just, it's super deep. You know, you're, you're talking about 200 to 300 defensive players being drafted, you know? So, I mean, it, you, that's how you identify the sleepers and the, and who the values are. I mean, that's, that's why I think our show is was so great this offseason just because we were locked in on the best balls. And, again, we're going to be doing more than we've ever done before. We're, we're I'm aiming for 50 this year. 50. Get in, folks. The IDPshow.com. You're going to get priority access to all of our best balls. So, And we'll have some badass rankings. Oh, yes. Just prepare yourself. The stuff we got cranking in the lab for the uh, website this offseason, I think you all are going to be pretty excited. So make sure – that you're signed up. No over one's there. looking at the stuff we're looking at right now. I I know that no one is looking at it. Unreal. We're gonna, we're gonna have we're gonna have the best best ball rankings for IDP. The best best. We should call them the best best ball. We should IDP. They rankings. will be. They'll be. I think the only ones out there. Probably will. Love to see it. And that's a different set of rankings, folks, because best ball you are swinging for upside. So those big play monsters. The Zaven Collins of the world, right? They are going to get pushed way up the ranks because they can single-handedly win you a week, especially if you're playing best ball like we play, 
which is true best ball. It's underdog style best ball where it's most points at the end of the season wins. It's not wins and losses. That's one. That's one thing I wish sleeper. If you're listening and I know you're listening sleeper bot, I would love to see a points option for leagues. I don't have to send out the standings every week. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if I can do fifty of those, Addy. Maybe that I is split them up a little bit. That is bit. true. Maybe we could we could contact them. Well, contact sleeper. Yeah, just instead of win loss, just do total points. Total True points best is the way ball. to go. Yes, that's what you want to do because then you're in it till the end. I mean, as long as you're within spitting distance, you can have a chance as the season winds down. Yeah. Same thing with like you know leagues that have divisions. I hate that. I prefer there to be no divisions and just chaos. Well, I mean, not you know, I, I, it just it just. You know, it allows teams that don't deserve it to get in. Yeah. I think it should be in, be based on really total points. Total points. And then record. Yeah. We're going to do a lot of best balls, Addy. I can just feel it coming. Yeah. Best it's gonna ball. Be, it's going to be a lot of fun. So much fun. It's the best. So let's move. We've got two games left here, Addy. But uh, let's start off with the game that happened between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bengals get the 37-30 victory. And uh, this was a game that went back and forth, an absolute shootout. And the headline for me, Addy, last week, T.J. Watt was not all the way back. He's all the way back now, baby. 24.3 points on 82% of snaps. But across the way, one of the H-Bros, Trey Hendrickson, 35.35 points on 70% of snaps. That might be the leading scorer on the week, Addy. So uh, a lot of IDP goodness to go around in this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great to see TJ Watt back. I mean, um, that's a huge boost for managers getting him. I mean, you know, he's a he's an absolute cheat code. Um, can go off for four to five sacks in any given week. So, yeah, great having him back. Miles Jack, nice to see him return. Only 62% of the snaps, but I have to imagine that's just because they're kind of easing him back in. Um, Logan Wilson, man, he's one that we're, I think probably going to talk about on the six. So maybe is a uh, dynasty faller for you. He's just, what, what are we, what are we so excited about? Yeah. 8.5 points on a hundred percent of snaps. It's been a lot of that this year. Yeah. Let me ask you this because there's another linebacker that, uh, is going to be a hot waiver wire question this week. Big Bob Spillane, Robert Spillane, 13 points, 58% of snaps. That linebacker sitch has gotten a little yucky. Devin Bush, 53% of snaps. Miles Jack, 62. Big Bob, 58. Yeah. Big Bob's wearing the dot. Yeah. What I, do we think? Any Just stay away entirely? I mean, I think I think Miles Jack is going to be fine. I, I, like Again, I think it's just because he's been banged up and not really, you know, they're just easing him in there. I wouldn't trust Spillane at all. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's very similar to that other situation. What was the other situation? That's just like that. The other situation. Was it in Pittsburgh? No. Uh, we'll think of it. Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine Pratt back at 64% of snaps scored 15 points. Second leading point score. It kind of dropped off a cliff for the Bengals after Trey Hendrickson went nuclear uh, with Jermaine Pratt as the second leading score at 15 points. Uh, Alex Highsmith down at 9.55. Minka had an off game 6.75. Uh, Jesse Bates and Von Bell, six points and five and a half, respectively, on 100% of snaps. So we went from having like two Bengals safeties that we were really fired up about to really, I mean, 
I think Von Bell's maybe been a little better. Yeah, he's been okay. But he'll be all right. He'll be Von Bell's still a fine safety two option for you. A lot of these like you know, tried and true safeties that we just were like, oh, there they are. I mean, that guy and these best ball drafts. I mean, a lot of these guys have been bummers have been, have fallen off. It's just been a weird safety year. That's the, that's the one position I'm like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. It's been so weird. It's it's, there's some guys that have risen up the ranks, but a lot more have fallen down for me. There's been a lot of, I mean, weirdly enough, a lot more corners that I'm into. Yes. In defensive back safeties. Yeah. Especially in those DB leagues where you can plug in cornerbacks and not have to distinguish between CBs and safeties. And they're not that inconsistent. They're really not. That that was uh, maybe a negative at one point that, you know, you got to rely on the interceptions. I mean, if your scoring is legit, if you, if you reward for pass deflections, pass deflections, I mean, it's easy. It's, it's, it's not hard to, to, Plug in corner. I play cornerbacks a lot. Like, yeah, I play tons of corners. Like there's some leagues where I have like three cornerbacks out of the four defensive backs because they're getting tackles too. I mean, Jalen Ramsey has been scoring well. Yeah. Uh, Sauce Gardner has been scoring well. I saw Boobam pointed out C.J. Henderson, uh, opposite of um, oh who is it there? J.C. Horn in Carolina got ten tackles this weekend. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, you got some cornerbacks out there that can rack up tackles as well. So uh, no injuries to report from this game. And let's move on to the Sunday night football game. Chiefs get the 30-27 to dub over the Chargers. Mike Williams, he's back, and there goes Mike Williams. Hmm. Keenan, uh, Keenan Allen back, though. Mm-hmm. Joshua Palmer had a nice little game as well, but uh, Patrick Mahomes is just magic at yeah, that was a great game, though. That's always that's always it's always CCD. fun, man. It's always fun. Great uniform matchup. God, that game looked a beautiful on the television. SoFi just has great lighting. The games always look so good yeah. there. The grass is like very vibrant and green. Those uniforms were gorgeous. I love the white on white for the Chiefs. I always love the Chargers unis. I think they're the best in the game. But not a, not a huge fan of the yellow pants. But love the powder blues. Who's the uh, are the Chiefs the your your favorite? Oh, you think they're gonna far and away? I think Mahomes is MVP. I think they're the Super Bowl favorite right now. It'll come down to them and the Bills. I, I picked the Ravens as my Super Bowl team at the beginning of the season, so I think the Ravens will be in the mix as well. They're just banged up. They're just banged up. Yeah. So if they can get healthy and get hot, I could see that. Yeah, they have a defense that can win it for them. That's right. Pretty and good Lamar defense. Can, you know, do his damn thing. But speaking of defense in this game, this is what I mentioned earlier. I'd love to see if the Chiefs' IDPs are outscoring the Chiefs' offensive players this season. They had four players score more than 25 points. Chris Jones, Nick Bolton, Mike Dana, Willie Gay, and then, hell, you had Legereus Sneed down there at 17.25. So I don't know that the Chiefs had four guys scoring 20-plus points on the offensive side. But they shared it on the defensive side, Eddie. Chris Jones leading the way at 33.95 on 88% of snaps. Nick Bolton, God, he has been fantastic this season. Our number three linebacker, Number three linebacker, that's right. I said the guy that I – you could maybe make a case for number one if we do this exercise again in like six months. Uh, And then, yeah, Nick Bolton, 100% of snaps, 29.5 points. Willie Gay, though, Addy, he has been a nice little – Player just to plug back into the lineup coming off his PED suspension. Uh, 82% of snaps. Very important to pay attention to those snap counts. But playmaker, 25.35 points. Not as much to report from the Chargers side of things. A little bit of a letdown. But kind of like the Cowboys, Addy. If you plugged in a Chiefs IDP, you came away from this game pretty happy. 
Yeah. Yeah. This was, um, yeah. I mean, on the Chiefs side, you know, Chris Jones balling out. That was really nice to see. Um, is Chris Jones, where's he at in the dynasty landscape for you? As far as D tackle? Yeah. Man, he needs to be up there, right? I mean, because you've got Jeffrey Simmons, Aaron Donald, Quinnen Williams, um, the Washington defensive yeah, tackles Josh are Allen. in there. Yeah, Deron Payne. I mean, ah, man, he's he is firmly, DeForest Buckner, he's firmly within, I would say, the top eight. I think that's probably about the best I can do right now. We may need to do a dynasty. We're going to uh, do a dynasty eight. D tackle top eight as well, <laughs> folks. We just committed to it. We should be Might fun. as well do a dynasty top eight CBs as well. I think so. I think we can do it. But get, just give you a chance to talk up Legereus Sneed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love, like it. Love to see that. But that's a fun, that's really a fun debate. These top eights are kind of fun because there's. Uh, it's fun stuff. We, that, that defensive tackle one's pretty crowded. And I think there's yeah. a lot of guys you could make a very strong case for. Being number one overall. Yeah, yeah, like I said, we're coming for the YouTubes. YouTubes, get ready. That could be a YouTube exclusive. That's going to be a YouTube exclusive, so make sure you're subscribed over there, folks. Derwin James, we should mention 17.95, led all Chargers IDPs on 98% of snaps. Get your reader, 11.75 on 32% of snaps, and there's Drew Tranquil. You're like, I'm going to fire him up. He's going to do it for me. 8.25 points on 100% of snaps. Um, and that was really it, Addy. Uh, uh Kenneth Murray, uh, 43% of snaps, got you a big old donut. Khalil Mack, 2.75 points on 75% of snaps. So would love for Get Your Reader to get you get, get your roll. Get, get your reader roll. And, I mean, uh, it just uh, – because, I mean, when he when he's in there, he's going to soak up points, you know. So I would, love for, I would love for Kenneth Murray to be out for a little bit longer. I hate to put that on him, but – Put that bad juju on him. Man, yeah. that guy would be a very nice little IDP to have if he could get significant snaps. Yeah, we should mention injuries coming out of this game. Juan Thornhill, calf injury day-to-day. Nasir Adderley, thumb injury day-to-day. Kenneth Murray, neck stinger day-to-day as well. So that's why we saw some get-your-reader snaps Frank there. Frank Clark was back. Yeah, Frank Clark back in the mix. What yeah, did he have? 80% of the snaps. 80% of snaps. So that's nice. And they- uh, 7.5 points. They've been getting some, you know, unlikely production out there with the Mike Dana this week, and then Carlos, uh, Carlos Dunlap, Dunlap had a nice George game. George Karloftis, fifty-five percent of snaps. So, again, Karloftis is a great buy low, folks, because he's getting the snaps. You're just not seeing the production yet. Yeah, pressures so, are looking good. All yeah, that stuff nobody's really excited about Karloftis if you're rostering him. But if you're in tank mode, go throw out a what'd you say? A third, a fourth, try to get Karloftis? Yeah, those are the deals like where you're sending off like Josie Jewell for Karloftis. Yep. Or um, Frankie Louvu for, you know, that's what you need to be doing. If you can go get like a Kayvon Thibodeau, like this is the time to be acquiring these guys that are kind of like not Troy Anderson, haven't really produced, but Nicobe Dean. This is where you need to be targeting. I love how you're peppering in guys uh, as you finish the sentence. because there's so Yeah, there's so many good ones. D'Angelo Malone. <laughs> Go get him. That's as what well. you got to be doing right now, though. You got to be taking those those guys that are performing well for you that and we that we we don't know about the future. Yes. because again, it's just uh, like Zaire Franklin you mentioned earlier. Like we just this is their first year they've done it. I we just, don't know. Let's cash out now. Yep, and let's get let's get into let someone else deal with that, that uncertainty. These younger players that were highly drafted have yep. nice athletic profiles, have good college production. That's what we want. And Eddie, don't miss it too. Play on the fact that especially more casual IDP managers love linebackers. Mm-hmm. We see it reflected, right? But as we've harped on all season, and especially since we started doing these recap episodes, y'all have seen 
linebacker is stupid deep. There are so many great waiver wire linebackers that end up saving your season. So take those guys, combine that with the fact, so you've got an assembly line of linebackers every single week, it seems like, guys coming off the waiver wire. Casuals love linebackers. So yes, like Addy mentioned, if you can cash out a linebacker for an edge rusher, these guys that we love the longevity far more than linebackers, oh baby, that is absolutely beautiful right there. Yep. So, well, there you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed this week 11 recap. It's Thanksgiving, Addy. You guys got any plans this week? You going to be uh, stuffing your face and watching some F-ball? Yeah, pretty much eating a lot of food, watching some F-ball. There's some, it's a good slate this year. It's Vikings, a nice slate of Vikings games. Vikings got the night game, I believe. Look at that. So that's fun. Um, but yeah. They're playing I'll, the Cowboys again. <laughs> Can you imagine back-to-back? I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is so good. It's my favorite holiday. I've said it before on this show. It is everything I love about Christmas without all of the stress and pressure of buying gifts. Mm -hmm. You just get to show up, eat, hang out, watch football. It's, you know, get the fire going. It's not chilly outside. It's a nice holiday. Really nice. Good time. Put some respect on Thanksgiving's name, folks. Get to looking at the sales circular, see what type of deals they're going to have on Black Friday. Get ready to go camp out in front of Best Buy and stomp somebody's head in to get a flat screen TV. I had it first. Yeah, that's uh, that's very American of us. Stuff our faces, get fat as hell, and then just waddle on down to the Best Buy to get some electronics. Stomp out our neighbors to get uh, overpriced electronics at slightly better deals than we could have gotten the rest of the year. Yeah, that's happy, how we do it, folks. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We are thankful for you all. Make sure to subscribe over to the website theidpshow.com. Uh, We just passed a really nice milestone over there. So thank you all so much. It has been amazing to watch the subscriptions roll in over at theidpshow.com. If you'd like to support the show as a a thank you, you all who are paid supporters over there, enable us to do some really cool stuff, Addy. So thank you all for the support. We sincerely appreciate it. We soared past my goal for this year for paid support. So Just incredibly grateful for all the folks who have subscribed and become paid supporters over at the idpshow.com, Addy. Yes. We thank you. We love you. Uh, We ain't done yet. That's right. Best is yet to come. Yeah, we're going to keep just seeing what we can do with this thing. We've we've blown away our expectations every single year since we started doing this thing, so uh, it's been fun to do it. But, uh, yeah, we love our listeners. We We love love all the support. And like Addy mentioned, we're coming for the YouTubes as well. So YouTube's subscribe gonna be to the YouTube channel. It's growing every day, and we appreciate y'all who have checked it out over there. YouTube.com slash at the IDP show. And folks, if you don't mind, if you have not yet, it would mean a lot to us, and we would be very thankful if you like the show. One of the easiest ways to support us is to leave us a five-star rating and a written review over on Apple Podcast, as well as a five-star rating over on Spotify. So if you use Spotify, give us five stars over there. And if you have easy access to Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and a written review over there would be great as well, Addy. And we don't we don't bang that over y'all's heads, right? You hear it at the very end of a yes. one-and-a-half-hour episode. You're not hearing that 20 times an episode. 
we we know that you guys are smart. We know that you guys know what we need. And yes, we do we do need some likes and subscribes. Yeah, that's all we ask. If you enjoyed the episode, but we respect you guys. Yes, respect us with some love too. That's right. Give us a thumbs up. And we're only an hour and eleven tonight, Addy. Look at us. Wow. Look at us. We try not to do the cringe. Like, subscribe, follow. We do this. Uh, subscribe to my Patreon. Like, we try not to do that. That's like that's all content creation. Oh, what a disgusting thing to say is these days. I really hate the word content. I hate all that shit. Yeah, I hate all those words. Yeah, it's and it's those types. Consume my content. It sounds yeah. like little just kind of like widgets coming off an assembly line, and there's just a big. Big like blobby monster just glomp, glomp, yeah. glomp, just eating my yeah. content as it comes. I don't know. We make podcasts, folks. We make videos. We write articles. Uh, we don't just call ourselves content creators because uh, we would never call ourselves that. That's just very vague and just that. very weird. That's a little pet peeve I have that uh, folks just kind of gloss right over. Yes, I create content. Yeah. And, you know, keep in mind where you're getting your advice from and stuff, right? You know, keep in mind where you're getting uh, your, your dynasty advice and stuff. Because we've been out here in these streets drafting all year. We don't take breaks. We didn't take any breaks. We didn't stop to uh, pursue other ventures, right? That's right. We've been in these streets all year round, Daddy. And we've, and we've done it like that since we started doing this thing. Four years ago? It'll be four years it's uh we just passed three years so we are we are in year four right now Eddie. coming up on year four that's so. right stick with us folks the elevator's still we're not too far off the ground level yet you still got time to get in we'll yeah we'll yeah, toss yeah. you down a little rope and pull you up to the elevator you can come with us yeah catch you right up to speed that's right what a just a high energy into this episode Eddie. i absolutely love it and i think if i had to summarize to wrap this up Eddie, i would just say do your own research And with that, we will see you all later this week for the Week 12 Preview. Happy Thanksgiving.